Okay, well, we have a very, very special guest, and this is why I'm not going to do the intro, because it is my co-host's turn to do the intro, but my co-host ain't here. So, we've got a new co-host. Ladies and gentlemen, we've got Temptation! What episode are we on? Episode two, season three. Let's see it. You've, you've watched a lot of our podcasts, so I'm expecting high things here. Hello, and welcome to the Playtime Podcast. This is episode two of season three. My name is David Templer, a.k.a. Shirtless Chef Boy, a.k.a. Temptation, and I am honoured to be sat next to my best friend Miles doing this podcast today. A little bit apprehensive because I have no idea what we're about to talk about, and it feels like I'm walking into a scene of Chelsea and I don't know what's going on, so... You used to it now. Don't stitch me up. I will stitch you up. Until we are both still on Chelsea, I will be stitching you up every single day, like you stitch me up. So yeah, that's what I'm there for, really, isn't yeah. it? Yeah. To be fair, I must admit that was a really good opener. Better than Charlie. <laughs> no, I'm joking. Charlie. No, honestly, it's not that. Charlie just forgets what episode we do every week. He does an episode, the one before or the one after. He never gets it right. So the fact that you got it right on the first time, I applaud hey, you. Hey, I'm a seasoned pro. You're seasoned pro, but you've been doing this for a while. That's why. Yeah, maybe I should do my own podcast mm. in the Playtime Production Studios. Hey, you know Plug. where to sign up. <laughs> I'm proud of you for that, though. It's amazing. Thank you, Thank you've, you. You've taken something that you were doing yourself and helping other people. So do you know well what's done. interesting? I had so I had a client call um, yesterday or the day before and uh, talking about possibly coming on to becoming a member at Playtime Productions and creating their own podcast. And at the end, she said... Um, oh, I looked at your LinkedIn and I was like, my LinkedIn? I mean, I I don't have a LinkedIn. She goes, yeah, I think you were in 2014 or something. And I was like, I have a LinkedIn. She was like, yeah, you say that you are in my LinkedIn profile. Apparently says that I really want to build my own production company. No way. I know. And I was like, what? I can't remember writing that. And it's done full circle. Like I, I never thought I would go into that because obviously I went into TV and all that kind of stuff. And now I'm... I've built my own production company and I am doing and that was in 2014 that's mad the power of manifestation well I never I never I guess I never it's like when I was talking to my dad about it he always said I want you to go back into being more creative and I was like no 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 like now I'm on TV I'm doing this sort of kind of path and now it's actually got back into creating this sort of thing which is quite interesting you can see how creative you are though even when we were filming today like you like directing stuff and you've got a vision and an image of stuff and it's actually really helpful because people around you who want to do stuff probably don't see things the way you see them. So it's amazing that you can not yeah. only do that on Chelsea, but also doing what you're doing now is fantastic. Oh, thanks, man. Anyway, I'll get out of your ass now. Um... <laughs> so how are you, brother? We've just been uh, away in Corsica, which has been... <sighs> so how... up in one word. For me, not for you. For me, I would say... Fuck. I would say... <laughs> <laughs> honestly and i'm i'm to everyone who's listening to this right now this is the most intense series i've ever been a part of and i've done the show for six years and that is saying a lot like i've never witnessed so much drama and people just lost their inhibitions yeah but what is interesting for me is you i know you watch it a little bit don't you yeah a lot of the cast don't watch the show and yeah. everyone said i cannot wait to yeah. watch this because everyone had their own drama going on mm. and i want to see what everybody else was doing yeah yeah it's gonna be hectic what 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 do you uh describe this series like for me for you turbulent yeah that's good yeah in general like emotional utter disbelief yeah yeah true as a, as a like general statement like yeah what the fuck Mate, it was, yeah, it was intense. Yeah. Like, you've done uh, a, one series in London and you did a summer series. And to start this show, the way you've started is quite interesting. Like, normally it kind of creeps in. Like, you kind of ease yourself into it. Like, for me, I had it the other way. It started first day hectic and then it kind of eased off a bit like how Freddie is. He's like, he's kind of there and he's having a good time. Yeah. He's nine. Well, he's 20 now. He's 20 and he's like enjoying life and kind of in different storylines that are not crazy. Right. But you, I mean, whew, it was a bit of a slow burner for the first, maybe five episodes of your first season. And now you're just, yeah, I was like, when am I going to film? And now I'm like, Oh, I don't know. I don't want to film. 
<laughs> you you love it. But I secretly do. You love, love it. it. He goes to me. We got back. So we got back from Corsica, and we have two weeks before we start the series again. And you're like, bro, I just can't wait to film. I was like, are you, are you mad? I can't wait not to film right now. Honestly, the first day that we were back, I was like, "What am I doing? Where's the cameras? What am I feel?" I, I was like, "I don't know." You come out of all, like essentially a bubble for six weeks, it, and then you feel a little bit lost. You also there's a weird like uh, separation, right? Where I've had it in the past. I, hopefully, I don't do this anymore. But I used to talk to friends, and they're like, "Mate, you're not on a scene." Like, you can talk to me normally. And I'm, like, giving advice. They're like, mate, we're not doing main charge yeah. right now. But like, no, bro, you should tell her. <laughs> it's like, bro, calm the fuck down. Oh, the flop. Um, do you feel like you're there? Like, because you said to me, you now it's so intense, you start dreaming about Chelsea, which is quite interesting. I used to get it when I worked in a restaurant. And I, I used to dream that I was cleaning tables all the time. But it's because your mind's so active about stuff. Mm. But now, because, as you say, I'm, what, what I've noticed about you with Chelsea is you're either in the scene, people are talking about you, or you've got an opinion on something. So yeah. basically you're very present in the whole episode. Yeah. And I feel like, especially the first two episodes of Corsica, that was, if it wasn't about me, people were talking about me mm. or I had an opinion on something. And it's just, yeah, I, I'm a, I'm a massive overthinker anyway. And when you're doing that on TV, when it's very much real, because it's the first thing that people say, isn't it? Like mm. how much of it's actually real? Like that was real for me. And I think that's why I struggle with it so much because yeah. everything that was happening was very much a reality. It, it was, uh, I think, I think you saw the reality of it in Corsica. Like, really, you were like, wow, like, this is... Because when it's really... I think a lot of people forget, right? When it's when you're showing your private life on national TV for millions of people to watch, your relationship and, like, the ups and downs, it's hard. You have not only your friends being opinionated on it, but then you also have uh, an audience who every week will judge you on your every little action. Yeah. And I think that stuff, and I think this, this Corsica series, you, you, first of all, you're going to feed it when you watch it back because you're going to see how Twitter goes, how Instagram goes, and now threads. We're going to talk about that soon as well. Um, and it's it's going to be like, oh God, this is, this is really intense. Yeah. I think because I'm used to putting my life out there or I thought I was but you've got control over what you're showing people yeah whereas with the whole Chelsea thing it's there's multiple people involved in it and you can't control what they're saying yeah you are also you don't have control about what goes in the edit no so no it's a it's a guessing game really yeah you kind of yeah it's I think also people when we say edit like um, it's not like we have no control it's just because people forget like you know when we film we film for like three four hours and that's one scene and the episode is about 55 minutes long mm. so if we did one scene it would last one episode so yeah. you they have to cut it down to a certain sec extent but we can't talk about that because otherwise producers will listen to my podcast and be like you can't talk about the edit yeah. um but no you uh, overall have you been enjoying it like is it is it been yeah, fun? i love it and i mean you've got to look at the reasons why you do it as well it obviously benefits other areas of what you're doing and yeah. I'm, I'm seeing that already so yeah, so it was a setback in some of the stuff that I plan on doing this year, but also like it's leveraged a lot of stuff that mm. I didn't think would have been possible. So true, very true. But yeah, it's good when you when you look at it on the whole. Yeah, how how are you not to go into the storylines of what's happened in Corsica? That's a fine, surely. Sean is sending me about fifty pictures of today. Sorry about that, guys. Um, but yeah, do you not to go again? Not to go into the storyline of what happened in Corsica. My general question is, how do you find it with friendships and relationships on the show? How you have you, you know, I've always spoken about Chelsea in a way as you need a separation at some point, right? It needs to have a time where you do take time off because it is really intense and everyone knows your business. So sometimes it is good to have that separation. How have you found it in that sense? It's a weird one for you because... When I did that previous dating show, I did it because I was very much on the thought path of I want to be with someone who's used to the world that I'm in, whether yeah. it be social media, TV or whatever. Um, so I'd quite like to be with someone who understands and gets it. But it, it has its drawbacks at the same time. Friendship wise, I mean, people are going to see what's happened between you and I, I think. Oh, yeah. We have fallen out. Can we say that? Yeah, we can say that. Yeah, we have. A, you know what? We have a proper fallen out yeah i i i threatened to move villa <laughs> i was i was like you know what fuck it i'll move out 
So go on then. No, I didn't. <laughs> yeah, you didn't. So you didn't like a dickhead. Um, no, but I, 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 you know what? Going to your point of friendship, I think for me it was really, really important to have you on the show because you know you're my friend outside the show, and I think a lot of people and a lot of people who follow us, you watch this podcast, you look at our socials. A lot of I was getting a lot of DMs being like, I see you with temps most of the week on socials, but on main Chelsea he's not to be seen, and it looks like yeah. you, it makes no sense. And I was and I was telling the producers like my reality is my best friend and he should be on it. Um, and then that kind of worked out for the best because it, it genuinely makes me feel like I can also trust you and be more open and vulnerable with you. We've had a couple of, actually, yeah, guys, there's a few vulnerable scenes that we've had, which are meant a lot to me because I can, I just couldn't do that before with anyone else because not that they're not my close friends, but they were, these are people that I kind of knew because of TV. Mm. And I think because we've had, well, a five-year relationship or well, friendship before well it's technically it's like a relationship uh five-year friendship beforehand it was so nice to have you on camera and be like oh i can actually talk to my best mate about things yeah it's good i mean i always said to you that i didn't want to do it so we never had that conversation did we and then when you were thinking of leaving i was like well, would it help if like i did it mm. and then it is your reality and that's what they do try and follow so once yeah. i said that i was up for it then it then it became a thing didn't yeah. it yeah yeah, I guess I guess I was at a point where I was like, I don't think I can do this anymore because I felt like I couldn't be my authentic self with people that I genuinely couldn't connect with. And that's when I was like, well, look, if I'm coming back, I need my best friend. And they were like, of course. And now you're on it. And it's been a fucking journey. Now I'm on it. Now I'm never leaving. <laughs> He's like, I can't wait for the next I was years. like, oh, I'll do a year, see how it goes. I'm like, I'm doing two at least. Yeah, yeah, yeah of course you have to. And and we've already started, you know, we've just started the new series and it's already it's already kicking off already. So straight in the deep end. Straight back into it. Okay, going back to your point of dating um someone in your kind of life, sort of like what you do day to day and understanding, what have you found harder? Have you found it easier to date someone who is completely out of this world? So not necessarily just TV, like social media, or just doesn't really, you know, do that kind of stuff, has a normal job, let's say. Or have you found it easier to date someone who's completely in it with you? I haven't really dated for a long time. Yeah, but you have dated, well, we can't say the names, but you have had some crossovers with people on TV and you've had crossovers with people not on TV. Uh, I don't think it matters per se, but they do need to be understanding of like what you do do. do, do. Um, <laughs> He's 33, guys. Not yet, not no, yet. no, when this comes out, uh, you're 33. Fuck, I'm 33. I'm 33. <laughs> 33, you just went doo-doo. Do do yeah, I'm never growing up. Um, I don't. I, I just think it's all about understanding and compromise and like showing an interest in what the other person does because I wouldn't really resonate with the nine to five right now. Yeah, that that's why I find it hard. I would find it hard to be with someone with a nine to five because I work every hour outside of that and they yeah. work every hour during that and it just yeah. doesn't work. You never see each other. Yeah. So yeah, I think for me, I, I'd like to be with someone. Like, I love creating content. I'd love to be with someone who I can do that with. Yeah. So. Yeah. Doesn't shy away from it. Nah. Roll with the punches. <laughs> la, 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 Do you la, think, la. Uh, so my, I have, my issue I've had in the past is where you don't know the right reason why someone is, is with you. Do you feel like now being on Chelsea, that's going to happen? Because the attention will change. It will change. And you'll see, you'll see it. Especially now this series is going to come out. It's well, gonna... I've had that for years anyway. People would try and get with you. And if they couldn't get with you, they'd be like... <laughs> Hey, how you doing? I'm like, nah, uh, uh, I, know, I know what you're doing. Come here. <laughs> yeah, after scraps. <laughs> no, but like, um, generally, like, I, I, I find that interesting to see if you, do you feel, I feel like you don't. Knowing you, you're kind of like, nah, whatever. You I'm like pretty me, naive like though, aren't I? <laughs> you are fucking naive. Trust me, you've been out since I'm like. And to be fair though, I don't think you can strictly say because you're on TV or you've been on TV, you're going to be getting with somebody for the right reasons because you see people come off of Love Island and they have a bit of fame for a year and then they're scrambling. Yeah. They would be like, oh, maybe I'll try and do Chelsea. And then they're mm. like, oh, we're in the same industry. I get it. I get your TV stuff. Like, yeah. no, I wouldn't want to do that for that you, reason. You know what's interesting? I, my old manager uh, wanted, I won't say who because it's not my current manager, but my old manager wanted me to... Um, was kind of pushing me to date someone in the limelight, right? Mm. And I had opportunity to, I'm not obviously going to say names, and it came to it and I just, honestly, at the time, career-wise, would have made sense. It would have been like papers everywhere, fucking hell, this person from that TV show and this person from that yeah, TV yeah. show, well, that would make sense. Went on a date and I was just like, no, 
can't like i find it harder actually someone who's in this world more because i feel like it's more fake i mean no offense to, not to bring up ekansu or, or davide but it probably did really help them being together this long and giving them this much fame and you know opportunity in tv to stay together well and then notice the timeline of when it's ended it's when the new love islands out. there's about to be a new batch of people yeah. and then i'm not saying it might just be a coincidence mm. but it's it's good timing yeah it's definitely good timing but my on that point my biggest thing is i hate wasting time yeah so i would just wouldn't want to entertain something that i didn't see going anywhere so like, all these fake relationships and like if you yeah. were to, to date somebody in the limelight for a benefit yeah i wouldn't want to piggyback somebody else i'd want to be successful in my own right so doing that for something just that's something i love about you and i think people probably think something completely different when they you know i've heard it before like um oh, temps just wants to be on main chelsea or temps wants to do this and it's like god you guys are, don't know him in any way because temps is one of the most authentic people who has always wanted to do it on his own with no help like there is never ever been a moment that you've said bro could you could, could you help me get on Chelsea or do you, do you you've actually done the opposite bro like you do your thing this is my thing and that's why I think our friendship is so solid because it has been like this now you're on but that's different because I really wanted you on as a friend and also I've thought that you would be epic on it and you have you've literally now you're you're it's not even like oh your Mars mate your temp from in Chelsea which is even better um so it's nice. It, it, it's so lovely hearing you because you're you do things for yourself. You never ever do things just because. Oh, that's gonna create like a a buzz here, or like I'm gonna date her for that. Like you mm. don't care. I wish. You know what? Something I wish I had back in the day, being more carefree like you. I had a lot of le so much less now, but I used to feel that I couldn't be myself because I felt like the audience and the people wanted a version of me to stay that person mm. all the time. Like I had to be Master Main Chelsea, whatever that Master Main Chelsea is for anyone who watches this or what they think they perceive of me. And I couldn't have my own life because I was like, oh, I have to be this character. I have to be this Lothario. I have to do. And I, I played into my own role, I guess. I played into this this person. Not saying that what I did wasn't being myself. I was, but I, I, I always did things for the viewers or the other people around me or because I thought it was the right thing to do rather than do things for myself. Now it's switched. Now I'm, I've like put my foot down. I think you can tell I've put my foot down yeah. so hard. No, I just, I just don't give a fuck. And also it's easier for me coming in because I've already built up my social media following being myself. So if yeah. I came onto a show and started being somebody completely different, it would it'd be obvious that I was doing it for yeah, the cameras. Of course, a hundred percent. I've just spent the last six weeks crying, basically. You've seen that in the coming soon for the next one. I just <laughs> Also, can I just say, we, uh, the, the last episode of Chelsea um, in Ep 11, season 25, it's me saying, um, I'll just be here when the tears come down your face. And then in the next time, it shows Corsica and it's you crying and I'm hugging you. That's what we talk about with the edit. Great. Great. You never know. And these part time. Do you know what? It's so funny, right? I was going to say it anyway, but I was like, oh, it's a bit too harsh. This little secret. One of the producers I was talking to, I was like, oh, I'm, I'm going to tell him, like, like obviously, I'll, but I'll be there to pick up the, the pieces when you, you cry. And I was like, actually, I might not say it. He's like, no, say it. Because if he cries, we can do this. <laughs> they told me before. And I went, oh, and they got it. If he cries. And to be fair, knowing you, bro, you cry all the time. It's when he cries. Look men can cry men, hey listen to ep episode one men do cry and it's important that men cry it's uh it's a good thing not all the time you don't want to i'm a cancer we're emotional you are emotional yeah anyway let's not let's not cry today <laughs> let's not cry no no crying no crying we're we're chilling we're having a, a good conversation though and it's nice to 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 have you here it's good to be i'm fucking boiling i feel sweat dripping down my back well we, we've just done a lube shoot yeah we have just done a lube shoot that was fun it actually does keep the heat in, doesn't it? When yeah. you put moisturiser or lube... Not that I've ever lubed myself up. <laughs> have I? That you have, mate. Tantric massages. Is that what it's called? It's, yeah. I haven't, I haven't watched it. Just someone told me about it. Who's that? You probably. <laughs> <laughs> Tantric massage. Yeah, that's uh, it's uh, a whole different ball game. <laughs> uh, if you want to 
try some sexual things. Try change dancing man And we're back to sex. And we're back to uh, playtime podcast. <laughs> do you think that'd be like a weird first date thing to do? A tantric massage? Yeah, that's, yeah that, what am I talking about? That's what are you really talking about? Yeah, that's silly. I, I know. mean, there's, there's there's hooking up on the first date and then giving a tantric massage. Do you want to get naked, oil yourself up, and slide up against each other? <laughs> no. <laughs> okay. Good question though. What what do you think? First date, kiss or no kiss? Do you know what? <laughs> and this is fucking rogue. I would like to start a date off with a snog. <laughs> Sorry. Well, like, hey. And then... I like, look, I obviously fancy you. Yeah. We've had a little bit of chat mm. on Instagram. Yeah. Dating out. So like, let's just see if we've got chemistry. Let's just You snog. mean kissing chemistry? Yeah. You know what? Actually, I want to say something. This is actually a really good point. To all our younger male audience who watch this and who, something that we've, like really loved about playtime is we do get loads of messages into playtime talking about like oh i really like this guard and how to approach it and i think it's like young men just trying to figure things out and the whole point of playtime is we young men still a bit older had a few experiences and we kind of talk about how we go through life not saying we're experts but we kind of have done it well we've done things right Uh, we've gone through it you are i don't know what you're an expert expert. (laughs) you're an expert in something i don't know what you're expert but i was thinking about this before right when you go on a first date you hype yourself up so much going, okay, when do I kiss them, right? Because you're like, you really fancy them, you like them. But then you second guess yourself. It's like, no, I shouldn't do it on the first date. I need to see on the second date. But then you go, okay, well, realistically, if she's agreed to the second date, then she likes you, right? So surely you should tell yourself, like, actually, why am I being a pussy? Just go for it. Do you know what? I've fallen into this a few times and I seek validation from physical touch. Whoa, I was not expecting that. Wait, what do you in what way? Well, like a kiss would cement that the person likes you. Oh, so you mean so you when you say validation, you mean oh, no, not valid- in, sorry, in, uh, in, in um reassurance that they yeah, like you. Yeah. Okay, okay, yeah, yeah. So I wouldn't kiss somebody that I didn't fancy. No, of course. Yeah, yeah, that makes sense. Okay, interesting. Are you so a lot of people would say I need like I if someone says no no, sorry, I'm trying to wear this properly i've had friends who say oh i need the person to tell me i like you to be reassured right words of affirmation words of affirmation i'm not i'm not really that i'm more i'm physical touch like if simple hand holding like means the world to me or like like little things like subtle touches like a little hand job or something (laughs) just a little hand job yeah (laughs) but like because my and that's with my friendships as well like if i'm not tossing you off (laughs) but look at me look how no isn't it weird no but isn't it weird like today (laughs) (laughs) yep wank me off (laughs) wank me off but isn't it weird like for example today at the shoot i'm quite handsy with you right Mm. and that's it looks weird but it's because like you're my best friend and like i I communicate well with that, like, I, and it, it doesn't necessarily mean phys- uh, sexual. It just means that reassures me that you're my you're my best friend, and that's the same thing in the relationship. Like, it's like, so, what I mean? so when you pull my boxes down and squirt and loop my dick, what what is that? <laughs> that was just for the cameras. <laughs> I also hope they put that in. That was hilarious. <laughs> that's just banter. So okay, so you would like to kiss someone on the first date? No, I'm I'm just saying it would. It okay, would what about be... what about sex on the first date? What about it? Do you? Uh, it's been a long time since I dated, but I wouldn't think anything less of the person if it happened. Also, like when the chemistry's there, it, it yeah. What's the timeline on it? I think yeah. I think this whole thing about rules with um, oh, you shouldn't, you should wait, and you should make them wait longer, boy or girl, and you need to do this and all that. I say, I have for me, it's if you if it feels right, just go with it. It, that that's it just enjoy it and there's at the end of the day if it doesn't doesn't work out doesn't work out don't beat yourself up about it like and just enjoy the feeling that you have and that's it on your willy or like yeah <laughs> obviously Which no but like no, the but warm, like, fuzzy if, feeling if, inside of everything all the fuzzy <laughs> feelings no but if you're on a if you're i don't know if you're trying to make a point of like i need a, we should wait or like let's you know and you don't it's not the worst thing it's not like oh that's it you guys are not gonna last long it's like fuck it you've done literally, it literally fuck L- it literally fuck it don't if anyone i don't know uh, but, but, like, but like who i don't know who's even judging who cares about that yeah but it's because we've seen it from movies we've seen it for our whole life when we were young that it's you wait until the third date to kiss you wait until this to do this and you it's this it's this rule book 
I feel like we've had this unwritten rule book for everyone, which is weird, that we've made up in movies, in novels and whatever it is. And you're like, why? And also the generation has changed now. We've changed of how we date, especially technology. You can't go through that same rule book when your environment's changed. I honestly can't even get my head around why it would matter in the slightest. Well, maybe a difference between men and women. And that's gone on for years. Women feel maybe that they don't want to seem a certain way because of what society make them feel if they do do that on the but first day. But put it day. this way, I would rather get with a girl who's had similar experiences to me, <laughs> genuinely. Similar? I wouldn't care. No, no, no. At least it, no, like, I'm just I've got, it funny. I got a lot out of my system. Yeah, of course. Through like a long period. <laughs> and I don't need to ever do anything ever again. So when the right person comes yeah. along, then... I don't need to. I don't need to worry about what I I'm missing out agree. on. I completely agree. And I'd rather be with someone who's been through, if they wanted to, yeah. that that same experience. I think it worries me sometimes. Maybe if they haven't necessarily had the time to experience, because it means that the, maybe one day they'll wake up and go, oh, "I still haven't done that." Yeah. Whereas I've, I feel like I, I've done it now. <laughs> I wake up and I'm like, oh, I can't, yeah. I can't, I, do I can't do that anymore. No, I don't want another nine some. Yeah, nine. <laughs> no, I don't want to do another sex party <laughs> at my house with your invite. <laughs> Not doing those anymore. No, but shoot, I feel like you you get to a stage where I guess it is growing up. But again, there are people I know who are in their thirties who haven't had that yet, who have never experienced it, who then later gone go, oh shit, I'm I'm I want to try this, and I don't blame them. Like, I genuinely don't blame someone who never got through that in their 20s, maybe because they went to med school and they didn't have time to party much or they didn't have a lot of time to do that side or maybe get with a lot of people, whatever. Again, this is men or women. I'm not doing, I'm not, you know, saying this is only men or only women. If you're then going in a, in a relationship and it is, it is harsh because I think if you're, your partner's happy with you and then they have to realize that they have to let you go because they haven't experienced life enough. Yeah, but it's true. Like you, do it enjoy it because you'll maybe never do it again and you also you won't do it again you won't want to do it again what do you think on being open and honest with your partner about stuff that you've done <laughs> um yeah for honesty yeah for honesty i think whatever it, it, it's the past i'm like, not being like i'm not saying like details you know sit, detail. sit down here we go here's a whole list of everything i've done but if it came here's up the in, pictures no if it came up in conversation <laughs> yeah like full transparency yeah i think so yeah 100 yeah, percent. i think if you're trying to hide something also like you've got to know that the not that you've changed because i don't believe in change i believe in it in involvement like you've evolved from you've grown up from what you've done in the past or whatever you've got to understand that if the person likes you and you like them knowing the past is just oh you've done that okay cool now i know that's something that you don't do or you won't do again or whatever and that's good and yeah. it's the same thing if you want I, th I think it's it's not a, a question of I want to know everything you've done in the past it's like if it comes up in conversations be like yeah no, that's happened yeah <laughs> no the reason I say it is because my first relationship we started off as friends and we knew everything about each other was like, literally everything is this um, in, back in Pompey no this was like when I was at work okay um, and we knew everything about each other she was just a bit older than me and had like traveled and stuff like that. And I hadn't. And she was like, you, she knew me better than I knew myself. And she was like, you need to go and let off some steam, like go and do what you need to do. Is that before you went your, on your travel? Before I went traveling. Yeah. Oh, wow. Sick. But then what I did when I was traveling, I didn't want to share. And I feel like it actually broke down any opportunity of that. Oh, to go back there. Yeah. Cause I just feel like the, the relationship was so good cause it was so open and honest. And yeah. then I was like, oh, I feel because it felt weird because there was like a break in mm. the relationship. We didn't actually get back together. But yeah, I think there's some things you can Pe do. You know what? I think the biggest thing in relationship, the issues are the fear of communication. And when I say fear of communication, I think people go, oh, you need to communicate communicate better. And it's not because someone's bad at communicating. It's because they, they're scared of communicating. And what you've just said is very true. You've done things where you kind of give yourself a bit of self-judgment, right? You always look at yourself and go, oh, I shouldn't have done that. I feel bad. But who gives a fuck? Everyone yeah. has done things where whatever, like you do stuff, you you do mistakes. And as humans, we have to, we learn from them. Obviously, if you keep repeating the same fucking stupid thing, okay, you shouldn't be doing that. But it's, you shouldn't be judged 
never be judged. And I think when I've witnessed it in, in myself in my last relationship, like I would be so scared to tell her something because I didn't want her to view me in a different way or I was scared that um, I was going to lose her or I, she was going to judge me or like, it's like, no, 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 that person loves you. You're yeah. together. There's, it's a, you communicate just, and I think that there's a fear of that more than actually wanting to. I don't know. I think it's because it was so open and honest until a point. Yeah. And then maybe it was just me. I wasn't willing to share the rest of the stuff because I was doing it thinking that it wasn't going to have any like repercussions from yeah. it. Yeah. But then I was like, it feels like I've, it almost felt like I'd cheated on her. Well, you all remember, she also was the one who's saying, you need to go and yeah, travel no, no, and enjoy. I, no, that, that was the best relationship I've ever had, genuinely. How and, long was it together? Mm, it was on and off over a period. A couple of years, maybe. But like, not solid. Yeah. Um, yeah, anyway. Don't really know where I was going with that one. <laughs> I think I love her. <laughs> what, what's her name? No, no, no. no. Hey, no, if you're watching this, no, no, I'm joking. I'm joking. You're too big time now. I can't. <laughs> too big time. Is that what you said? No, I'm not. You, I said you are. Oh no, no, no. Um, okay. What was so? What was your what was your question that led into that again? Should, should you have full transparency, open and honesty with things that you've done? Yeah. Not even sexually. I'm not talking about. I'm just talking about in general. Yeah. Because yeah, yeah. there's certain things that I've done in previous years that I'm a bit embarrassed about. I think you are. Because I think we're both. I uh, know I'd, I'd tell it to a significant other. I wouldn't put it on a public platform like this, and that's the difference, yeah. isn't it? Like, well, when... you're in bad luck now because we are about to announce all our. No, joking. This is what we've done. Here Mom, is the list. It didn't happen. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I guess so. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I think. Do. You... Do you know what? I I build trust and connection with people by being honest, and I feel like me being vulnerable and showing. Yeah that I'm giving everything, I hope that they've reciprocated. Because I think that's the biggest thing for me, trust. And I, I, I think a lot of people are not used to that. And it goes back to um, our podcast with the our episode one um, about do men cry and being vulnerable. And I think women are not ready for men to be that vulnerable. It's a new thing coming into place because first of all, men are now opening up more because of men's mental health. We open up way too much sometimes maybe actually i don't think that's all i think the fact that you and i can talk on a level you know and you're my first point of contact like anything that happens i call you straight yeah. away well, yeah and honestly that things that my parents i i called you first before i called my parents because i need i don't need a family's view on point i need my my brother's my best friend's viewpoint who's going to look at it in a different way who knows me so well understanding how i feel as well and I think because you and I do have that, you know, emotional kind of vulnerability, I think women are, you know, it, it, it depends. Women that I know in our circle are not ready for it. Like I genuinely think people in TV and, and influencers and all this, it's this the limelight and it's the, you know, the Instagram and premieres and the paps and this and that and it's all these events and it's this luxury lifestyle and you know it's like you have to hold up this going back to the whole image thing you have to hold up this image of like yeah i'm the man or i'm doing this whatever so it's really hard to kind of maybe open up necessarily do you think you're does it matter to you at all whether the cameras are on or not being able to be open with someone nah <laughs> well you're seeing corsica yeah look. It is what it is, isn't it? That you can't. I also, for a period of time, wasn't doing things that I wanted to do, and I tried to be a certain way. And then I, one day, I think I literally just thought, "Fuck it!" Like, what is the worst that can mm. happen? And now, you're not going to find the right person that you want to be with. You're not going to pursue the right career that you want to be doing unless you're honest with yourself. Yeah, and just fully let go of it. And yeah. like, what's the point in? I can't think of an example that's not going to give stuff away. Something bad happening on TV and me pretending that it doesn't affect me a certain yeah. way. Just be open and honest and vulnerable with whatever's going on. But I, I completely agree, right? And But I do feel like it is hard these days. When I, I, I watch a lot of podcasts, right? I love podcasts. And you have... And it, look, it's true that I watch a lot of American podcasts. So I think the American culture is very different to the English culture. But I there is a viewpoint on when women see men who are emotional and vulnerable, they see weakness. And that is a tough thing where you're a man, where you're not only striving to be 
there for someone protects the protector of, of your relationship which is i'm a bit like that anyway because i'm quite traditional like my father but there are points where you want to feel vulnerable but you don't know because you're like oh if i am will they see this as like oh this is but then they're not the right person the word i hate icky but yeah i genuinely think then they're not they're not the right person for you because mm. if they see weakness in you being vulnerable then you want to be comfortable around somebody and you want to be able to speak to them you want to be able to be yourself around that person yeah my biggest thing is when i don't feel like i'm being myself it's horrible. It's a horrible yeah. feeling. I've seen you like that a lot of times where you've you've come you've told me after like I hate the fact I'm like not being me. I don't want to have to change for anybody. Mm. Likewise, I don't want anybody to change for me. I, I agree that growth with each other is important, but it's not change, it's growth for the better. Yeah. It's not me suppressing making content or whatever it is in order to I love satisfy that. somebody else. I love that. And you know what? Like, isn't it crazy how because of someone's view of you can maybe change the way you do things in your day-to-day life mm. and it's always i've always said to anyone when you meet someone and you really like them and you you date and whatever if they take away a small part of your life anything they are not the right person for you mm. they need to be an uh, an add-on they need to be someone who elevates it when you're around them but you have to remember when you're not with them your life is still 100 percent amazing yeah. you need that when you i had my biggest flaw when i was with my ex was she was my whole life so i didn't have anything i wasn't doing anything and it was like i was only happy when i was with her and it was like what the fuck am i doing like I, i've got my own life obviously i was younger so i didn't really do much but now i've got a a career and it's different but you need to make sure you are happy with yourself day to day before you even attempt to be to be in a relationship yeah. it's the cliche thing isn't it? like somebody needs to add value to your life yeah but i think and maybe it's the same for you it's really hard for me because i've made it so hard to let somebody in because i'm so happy on my mm. own i genuinely mean that yeah like i don't need to be around somebody all the time i don't need somebody else for validation my job's very social i've got lots of friends i can do whatever i want i live on my own so i can choose to be on my own yeah i can choose to go out we're so lucky we've lived on our own oh my god it's a really difficult position to be in because especially in like the early stage of relationship when something pisses you off i'm like not worth the drama Mm. i'm I'm fine on my own like i don't need this headache yeah i get it that no relationship's easy and you do need to work for stuff and there is compromise and yeah of course yeah but i i always uh i think uh, i go back to an example of my friend like um i when i met maver he had met his girlfriend me and maver after two weeks moved in together look i was 19 as well you, so. you moved in after two weeks yeah i know i, bro, I was 19 she I was 20 she was 23 he was with her waited five years until they even moved in together they bought a house together now they're the happiest they've ever been and uh, it's been eight years now. Fuck. And I just saw him the other day. Eight years I've been together. And I looked at him and I was like, bro, how the fuck you did it? He goes, because I waited. And I completely yeah. agree. Like, there's some people that we know, I'm not going to name them, but they have moved in really, really quickly. And I'm like, what are you doing? Moving in with someone, even friendship wise, like, you need to have your safe space. You need to have your place. And until you know, I believe, until you know, not that you know you love them or anything like that, but until you know, okay, I, I'm, I want to build my future with you. For me, in my head, building my future with you is let's buy a house together. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like that next step for me is because I want to do it with a person. I don't want it to be like, let's move in together because it's exciting. It's like, no, 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 it's not just because it works or it, it makes sense. It's like, no, it's such a big step. And a lot of people break up because I broke up because of it. Loads of my friends, we know so many people who have broken up because they've rushed yeah. it so quickly. Take your time. Th- this is a good theme we're talking timelines about a lot of stuff yeah like when's the perfect time to have a first kiss when's yeah. the perfect time to have sex yeah right. um when do you think okay so <laughs> you've gone on a date you've kissed them after how many days who what me Jen? yeah just like i'd say two or th- yeah two or th- <laughs> <laughs> one or two <laughs> one or two <laughs> one or two if it feels right you go for it okay sex in a sauna maybe yeah. um sex three or three when it, when it, it, I think sex is when it, if it leads, like dating also, it's not always dinner dates. So it depends where you are. Like if it's a day day, you're not going to just go, oh, do you want to come to mine? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's like, if it feels right. Okay. What about like the exclusivity chat? 
also, which I don't get. Yeah, I don't. I don't agree It's with a that. load of bollocks. Like, do you want to be my girlfriend or not? No, I think exclusivity chat is people who are fear of commitment. So they want, they don't want to have the label. So they just go, let we're exclusive. I think when you date someone seriously, you naturally know that you're just dating that person. You don't need a chat. You don't need to say, look, if you want no, to, I, don't, I, don't think, I think that's where a lot of people slip up because I, I hate the, I think it's just, I don't like the word exclusive. I think there's a conversation to be like, look, my energy and interest is with you at the moment yeah. and I'm not going to be going on dates with other people. You don't need to be like, I'm exclusive No, that's fine. You. No, that's fine. I I'm think saying you need you to don't, have that chat. Yeah, yeah you, that's fine. I think you need to make someone aware that they are the only person that you're dating, but you don't need to be like, should we be exclusive? Yeah. It's like, no, just you're dating your adults now. Let's, the whole exclusivity shit is, and also there's a, there's a flaw in the exclusivity chat because it's like, it's always like, oh, well you did that, but are we exclusive or are we not? It's like, yeah. what are you talking about? You date, you date and there's, it evolves from that to then obviously more assist relationship, I, I believe. Yeah. All right. Soft launch, hard launch. So like what the soft launch would be like, I don't know, maybe going on a date and tagging them in an Instagram story or something. <laughs> and then a hard launch is like on the grid. <laughs> What, what are the timelines for that? Uh, <laughs> what are the timelines for that? Um, so, okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Can I just say, previous Mars would have had a completely different uh, answer to this, okay? I This is what Mars would have said ages ago. I said, don't do it. Keep it secret. Do your thing. And no one needs to know your, your business. Mars now... <laughs> is gassed. Slightly. But it's more like my thought is everyone's going to find out anyway because it's what I do and people are going to see you in the street and they're going to talk and whatever it is. But it's also if you're like, for me, if you're really happy and proud of the person you're with, you're like, I want people to know that that's yeah. my person. And and it's like, I think for me also, also because of what I do and I get a lot of DMs and a lot of people who are trying to approach me, whatever, I want it to be like, no. So this is a clear point where I'm seeing someone. That, yeah. That's how I see it now. I, I fully agree with you. I think it's a statement. I think it shows your intentions and it's like a big blanket reply all. <laughs> by the way, by the way, <laughs> stop sliding in. <laughs> I'm not available. I'm otherwise occupied. Okay. So. What do you think? Okay. What do you think? What's a uh, soft, soft, what, hard launch? No, no. You, you know what I'm like. Like Your, your launch. You launch. No, but again, it's for the same reason. Like, if you have been chatting to a few people and then you put someone in your story, it's like, okay, step aside. But also, I'm proud when I'm dating somebody. Yeah. Like, I, I want... My life is on social media and yeah. I feel like I'm doing an injustice to my audience if I'm not showing them what I'm actually up to. Yeah. It's a lot harder in the last year because I couldn't do anything with Written in the Stars because that was all a secret because it was filmed in advance. I guess Chelsea as well. And, then che and Chelsea's the same because the nature of it is we film it a few months in advance. So mm. it, it ruins... like. I think TV. I think there's a there's a difference between the whole soft and the hard launch. I don't really necessarily go by that. I think there's a very big difference between allowing people to know that you're... Do you know who I really respect at the moment? Henry I'm going to give you a sh Henry, Henry Wade. Wade. Yeah, I do Henry well. Wade. I'm getting life tips from you because he's got a new girlfriend. Didn't even know he kind of was dating someone seriously. We were talking to the, in the gym and he like posts, they're like, he's going to, he's like a mirror selfie and they're going Soho to- Festival. Soho yeah, Festival. Soho Festival and he's that. doing this. And it's just so, it is what it is. And everyone just go, oh, he's got a girlfriend. Yeah. And it's like, that's nice. It's So I think there's a difference between, that's the thing. I don't think there is a soft or hard launch. It's like, just, it is part of your life. Like it is, social media is what we do. Every single morning I go, good morning. Yeah. And like, I'm, you've got to a point where you're like, you can fake it. And then pe you just make people guess. They go, oh, is, who, what's that jacket in the background? Or what's that? And it's like, fuck it. I'm not going to, I don't want to do that anymore. That's why I say my answer before would have been very different because before, you know me, I hated people knowing my business. So I would, I just didn't want to do it. Or I was like, fuck it. Mm. Also, I've had experiences. You remember my last, well, person I was dating, Loan, where she hated me posting anything. Yeah. And I felt really, not insecure, but I felt really like, I've got to be really careful because I felt I felt like she was ashamed of being with me, and it was horrible because it was like didn't want to do anything or no, like nothing complete. It had to be literally like I was we weren't dating at all. Yeah, and I think that was that's why now I'm like, oh fuck it, man. If you feel it, you feel it. Whatever it is, what it is. No, I'm fully in agreement with you on that one. Your 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 hard launch though. I'm like I want to make you TikToks. TikToks, you, you got. <laughs> But that's, I guess, but also that is what you do. That's your job, isn't it? But it is also, I'm not saying my whole life revolves around TikTok, but it's part of the fun. Like when you're doing it 
when you've met someone who wants to do that with you, I'm like, you're the one. <laughs> is, that, is that what you think? You're the one for me. Maybe you need a TikToker. No. 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 No, no. no TikToker. No. Maybe she is a TikToker. Well, you know, TikTok star needs to attract maybe another TikTok star or maybe just someone who enjoys TikToks. Yeah. I quite like laying in bed just watching TikToks. With another person. We actually did do that. Do do that. Do do that. Do do. <laughs> do do. Do do. Do do. Uh, yeah, you do. you do. I remember in Corsica walking by your room and all, all I could hear is you laughing with someone watching TikToks. I'm like, bloody hell, these two. Twast. Twast. HS Tiki Toki and General G. Oh my God. <laughs> Does it, this is a, a genuine, genuine like question. Do you like, I'm getting to the, I'm getting to a place, right, where you go from like young boy to kind of grown up dating and going through experiences and like again like we just said before like i'm so grateful that i went through these crazy experiences that i can genuinely like, i can't wait for one day to tell my son like i did this mm. you gotta be a top shagger like your, your, your father <laughs> um no but like i genuinely like i think you know it's so super important but do you like does it scare you to think okay that the next steps because essentially we've never gone to those next steps because you just said marriage right like we've got friends who are married like i'm going to my mate's wedding we're both going to our mate's wedding in september nick yeah fucking love you boy can't wait um it's interesting isn't it because it's like whoa we're not kids anymore when you get to that stage i'm not, I'm not we're no we're nowhere near that stage what yeah, i'm saying I'm nowhere it, near isn't that. it weird though to think whoa one day that's gonna be a stage of our life i can't see it happening genuinely really yeah i just can't see it I can. I can see you. I can't wait to be your best man at your wedding. You can. can you actually see me get married? Yeah. I. I. I have. I have. Do you know what it is? The, I don't even have to believe in it. I. The. The beauty you hold. And the friendship and loyalty and the care and everything about you that I see as a best friend. I can't wait for that girl who is not only going to see that, who's going to match your energy. And when that happens, I'm going to be the happiest best friend ever because I'll know when it happens and I'll see it. And it will make me so happy to be there as your best man, giving you that speech and saying, I told you and it's going to happen. I'm about to cry. Stop. <laughs> you are watching that fight. That's a loop. That's a loop. <laughs> I can see it. And I, I, I firmly believe like I, I, bro, I love you so much, and I, I can't wait for that person to see that. I really can't wait, and you deserve it, man. You deserve someone to, to do TikToks with you, to laugh at stupid shit, to say doo doo, and to, just to be, as, as you are. And I think when you do, you'll just know, and you're, you're what you're saying now is I can't imagine myself being married and all that. I think you'll, you'll. No, I, I, honestly, I was sat at my mate's wedding last weekend. And I was thinking. Fuck this. <laughs> I was like, what is it? What was the point in it? It's a good party. No, it, it, well, yeah, it was a very good party. Yeah. But like, why do you need a bit of paper to show someone that you love them? No, like, you don't. Like, for me, it was great. It's great going to weddings, seeing your friends, yeah. big dude, da, 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 da. I'd rather just do that with somebody on a beach with your closest friends around 100%. you. Like, have you seen The Vow? Probably. With Chan Tatum and... Um, What's her name? Your mum? <laughs> <laughs> to be fair, that'd be sick if my channel table was my stepdad. Nope. Uh, and they do, There's. it's like a rom-com and they uh, they get married at in a museum and it's illegal and, and they, it's all, they're just best mates and that's it. And it's like, that's it. I've seen it. It, it's, it reminds me of what you were just saying there. I, with marriage, I think, do you need a bit of paper to show your intention to somebody? It's almost like, this is me proving to you that I'm going to be with you or like yeah. give you whatever. Sign that prenup. <laughs> if that's, but like, even that, like I want to be with someone who I trust like twast. Twast. Still. I don't know, you know what I'm saying. No, I know I what you mean. It's a, I, I know what you mean. I think it's, it's just more of a gesture for everybody else as opposed to the connection you've got with somebody. Yeah. Yeah. I think, I think it's just what it is, right? We've, it's what's been going on for decades. Like you get married. That's like what yeah, you do. Yeah, but just because everyone does it doesn't mean you need to do it. Bro, you don't have to do it. No, you can celebrate. You can celebrate it. your love in another way. You don't need to necessarily sign your paper. I think if you, 
if you have something great with someone and look, things happen, right? Divorce happens. Like it is what it is. But I think that's when it becomes complicated because you're married. That's when it's, you know, you need to get lawyers involved and all that kind of stuff. So I guess, but I always feel like if you had that, I always think, remember when you first met that person, let's say you're going for divorce, right? I seen my parents go for a really tough time. Like my mom was going to leave my dad and I was 10, 11. And I remember going through it. Sorry, mom and dad, if you're listening to this. Um, and I remember my parents fighting for love. Like I just genuinely just remember, regardless of what my mom was going through and how things were going out, were going going forward, whatever. Um, they remembered the love and trust they had from the day they met. So no matter what the argument is and how much you maybe hurt or hate the person, go back to that day and go, why did we meet and why are we together? Let's say you still end up divorcing or ending it, but have that respect for the end. And just if you're going to leave each other, leave each other, but and leave it on the on the basis of that we loved each other, and I'm never going to lose that love for you, regardless of how much maybe we've hurt each other in the past in the in the journey. Yeah, and I think that's so important, and I think a lot of people are so that's why marriage is really scary because you sign these papers, and then when it gets to the point, the ending, it's brutal and savage. But then, like, rem, like remind yourself like that first day, and I think that's re- that's important, and that's when that, when you do remind yourself, that's when you probably will fight for it more because you're like, oh fuck, we we had something amazing yeah. I, you know that's 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 important yeah <sighs> fucking that was a deep Love. podcast <laughs> you know what i have to admit like it's it with charlie it's it, we we don't we don't go this deep <laughs> we don't go this deep at all so it's uh it's quite nice to go another level yeah i've enjoyed it you good? Thanks for having me on. <laughs> Sorry. All, yeah, all the emotions. Should we stop now before you cry? Came in with a bone and lube. <laughs> leaving, with, leaving with tears in my eyes. Yeah. Um, hashtag thanks, Jomo. Okay, guys. Well, look, we're going to leave you there with uh, what for me is one of my favorite apps already. It's been really lovely having you as a co-host. Don't worry, Charlie. I still love you too. Um, but you're at a wedding. Talking about weddings, you're at a wedding. Yeah. So hopefully you find your wife. Um, but honestly, thanks, man. I've loved this. This has been great. Thank you. No worries. Maybe I'll be back sometime soon. Well, he will be back on Patreon. So guys, before we go, remember we have, it's relaunching. I know we've been away for ages, maybe three months now. We haven't done a Patreon episode, but we are back on Patreon. Uh, If you sign up there, it's only $3.99, I think. And you get exclusive content, all the real raw stuff. So the stuff that we can't really say here because producers and Chelsea will hate me. We say it all over there. And you see a bit more of our life and what we do. Sorry, there's someone in the back there doing some noise. Doesn't matter. Shush. Uh, again, uh, do not forget to look at all our social channels, uh, especially if you are into making your own podcast. We found that it was extremely hard to create this sort of business and we want to help you with a special tier system which no other studio has. Uh, we are unique in London and West London and we're going to be opening new studios very, very soon. So uh, all we have to do is go to playtime.productions. Is that the one? Playtime Productions, Playtime Dash Productions. Lloyd looking back, he's my business partner. Playtime Dash Productions.com. Sign up. We'll have a video chat with us and we can get you on board becoming a member. But until then, we love you. Thank you so much. And we'll see you next time. Goodbye.